Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let's get an update on the case of Ashling Murphy and let's go to Garrod Keegan again who we spoke to yesterday from the Offaly Express. Good afternoon to you, Garrod. Hello. Uh, Garrod, nice to talk to you again. Now, Garrod, I was watching your Twitter account intently last night and, of course, you were one of the first ones to suggest that something wasn't going too well in relation to the suspect that the Garda Shea had in custody. Uh, first of all, what led you to believe that late last night, uh, just before 11 o'clock? Yeah, I got a message from, from a reliable source that there was going to be a, a, a development, so to speak, in, in the investigation. And um, I went straight down to the, the Garda station and just waited around, as, as a lot of people often do in, in situations like this. I mean, I'm assuming well, as I, a reporter, I, I, you thought maybe a charge was imminent or something like that. Well, I've, I'll be honest with you, um, I've had my doubts from the very beginning, from what I was told at the very beginning. Uh, okay. I was told at the very beginning that this, this man was saying he didn't do it now. Obviously, maybe that's what a lot of suspects say. In these yeah, he did. He did adamantly proclaim his innocence from the moment he was arrested, I believe. That's yeah. That's yeah. that's that's my information, and the fact then that there was no. I mean, if you're talking about a, about a, a murder in broad daylight with, with witnesses, uh, I was wondering why is it taking so long um, for a charge and a court appearance. But having said that, you know, the the detention took place. Um, he mm. got his break on Wednesday night. It resumed on Thursday morning. I was then con- have to say I was concerned then. Why was separately, in a sense, more information being sought in relation to a, a mountain bike? Uh, on sorry, Garrett, I, I want to interrupt yeah. you at that point. I do, sorry, mm. I do apologize for interrupting you. Right, this has caused a massive amount of confusion. Right now, if you'd have been watching the six one news yesterday, you wouldn't have been too confused because the, I, I'm led to believe they have the mountain bike and they just want more information as to where it came from, or has anybody seen it recently, or you know where it's been. But online, I'm looking at loads of people kind of tweeting this or retweeting the Garda Shea Twitter account which kind of leads people to believe they're looking for the mountain bike. Now they're not looking for the mountain bike, are they? I would love to be able to clear up that confusion, but I've been asked that already today, and I have to say, I cannot say. You know? so, so what? Well, then this uh, is really bad information coming from Guardia Info and their own Twitter account, because on RT News last night, it seemed quite clear they had the bike, and they just wanted to know, you know, its history, where has it been, has anybody seen it recently, because maybe it has something to do with the investigation as to, I, I believe maybe it was found nearby or whatever, and they had the bike. But now it seems that people are retweeting the Garda info and they're kind of asking about the bike and has anybody seen it? So yeah. it's confusing. Well, I appreciate it is. But I think you should take that at face value that they want to know that anybody see this bike. The inference one has to draw from that is that the, the real um, killer was using the bike and that the, the, the wrong man, as I put it in my original report, um, was not using a bike. Right. And, um, it's it's most unfortunate that he was uh, effectively misidentified. He was seen by two witnesses, described by two witnesses. They did everything they could. They made a report as quick as they could to the Gardaí. But subsequent to that, then, so to speak, you know, there was a the, the wrong man was identified. And yeah, why was there a suggestion, Garrod, that this fault, in a sense, you know, um, mm. things things can happen like that. It would have been an awful lot worse, as I say, if 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 those two women had not come on the scene when they did, because then we would be a lot further behind in the investigation because people, somebody would have just come upon, unfortunately, a cold, dead body. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have to take some solace from that. But having said that, there's no question about it. Everybody's immediate reaction was, yes, there's a killer on the loose. 
the man is still at large. How could and by the way, the the, su- so the suspect they had in custody yesterday, I believe, was taken to a secure location last night and given accommodation because, unfortunately, his name. Well, not I think his name probably had been, but his yeah. photograph and everything had been all over social media yesterday. There was an. Aw- this is this is the terrible thing. These is an awful rush to judgment, uh, commentary on social media. Um, images being distributed uh, through social messaging platforms mm-hmm. and people jumping to conclusions and um, and there was an element of racism about that as well of course which was trending yesterday on Twitter yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah now uh, on that score I think there is an entitlement to um, you know say the nationality of a person because it might actually help an investigation because it maybe it's I, absolutely but not yeah, some yeah. of the things that were being so, said yesterday on social yeah, media yeah. so yeah. you know um in terms of, yeah, he was brought to, had to be brought to safe um, accommodation last night. And in addition to that, there, was, there had to be, there was a guard or presence at his, at his own home. Of uh, course. Where, where he was not, because there are family members there as well. So they were taking that element of it seriously. I'd say I'm a bit uncomfortable with all of this too, you know, um, in a sense, I, I'm uncomfortable with, with him being portrayed as the victim here. You know, obviously... The, I, I understand he, where you're going with that. that yes, been detained, but the real victim is is Ashton Murphy. And Absolutely, her family, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so getting back to the investigation, where we're at, the Guardian have suggested there's over 50 officers currently investigating this. Do you think because they have spent so long and? We were given the impression yesterday, and I don't think the Garda were very quick to deny that, and, and the mainstream media were given the impression that we were looking for nobody else in relation to this uh, particular murder. Yeah, and and that a, seems to be the suggestion yesterday. Have they, well, so have we wasted you know, much of the first 24 hours, so to speak? Yeah, the, 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 I was at the, the statement down at the Digby Bridge on the Grand Canal Bank where, the, where Superintendent Eamon Curley just literally read the statement and took no questions. But, I mean, I think acted alone was the phrase used So that would, when he was talking about the suspect. So that mm. would mean that... They know, knew who it was, yes. Yeah, exactly, and they weren't looking at other lines. Now, it, it, there was kind of, it was kind of left open at the end, I think when Drew Harris said a few words later on, um, that there were other lines, and then this bike got thrown into the mix, you know, and that kind of threw me a bit, you know. But um, uh, it appears that that what I was told all along by my source, like in the sense that the wrong man um, was detained. Now I wouldn't agree totally that it's a waste of time. I know the old no, no, I'm not, I'm not that, suggesting it's yeah, a waste of time, but you know this whole idea that sadly, when a when a murder happens, the first twenty four is the most important. Yeah. Crucial, uh, or, yeah. and or, or, or then I, and then you can stretch it to forty-eight, and then you're really struggling, and that's what's happening now, unfortunately. Now you know um, they do have evidence. They, have, they still have witnesses. They still have description. They still they have um, forensics now, and um, mm. they they're they're going with this. Um, hopefully, somebody will will remember seeing the bike. Now, what I will say about the bike and whether anybody saw it or not is that it, 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 this stretch of the Grand Canal was upgraded recently and made an official greenway if you like into, a, into an official designated mm-hmm. cycling and walking path with the signs and yeah. all that on it. now when that happened first there were a lot more bikes using it and cyclists but then so many people started walking and jogging or bringing their dogs mm-hmm. that um, cyclists one of whom being myself um, decided that no it wasn't as handy to bring the bike out so I think if there was a bike a person on a, on a mountain bike like that up in the vicinity of between Bowen's Lock and Digby Bridge, there somebody might remember that. So I think you know, yeah, 
that's a reasonable question to ask. If it, whether it goes anywhere or not, I, I can't say. Well, I, 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 I would hesitate. I, well, I will ask, and people have seen the picture of the bike, by the way, all over social media. It's been in the papers today, etc., etc. And if people have seen this particular bike, maybe you should uh, send a report either confidentially or to the Guardi, of course, uh, in relation to that. But I think there is a confusion as to whether they have the bike or they're just looking yeah. for information about the bike. And I think the Guardian need to clarify that. Or maybe they can't as part of the investigation. I don't know. It does seem from the picture they may have the bike in custody, so to speak, uh, because they have plastic wrapped around the handlebars. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, so in relation to in the town itself, now, of course, you know, it is a town where there isn't much crime. Certainly not much serious crime like this. It's an unusual situation. And yesterday, of course, you know, people were very much at e- uneasy about the whole situation and devastated, of course, by the death of Ashling Murphy. But there was some sense of, well, at least we will have the killer. We might get justice for this. Now it's all up in the air and the line on social media is there's a killer on the loose, essentially. Uh, has that changed the mood in, in, in the town? Yeah, I think that uh, killer at large, killer at loose, I think that's completely understandable. And I think the mood uh, last night when people found heard about this and then more so this morning when more and more people heard about it, you know, they were shocked. Mm-hmm. That, um, and I think it, it does add to the sense of fear, you know, and particularly, unfortunately, among women and young women, that this, not only has this happened, but that the uh, the killer may have, as someone said to me, got away with murder, you know? Yeah. And, and that that's what people are worrying about. Um, mm. I think, in a sense, the, the, because if it had been a case where a body was found and it was tragic and there was no immediate arrest made, you know, I'm really wondering would that have, have um, allayed people's fears a bit because they, they would have thought that maybe... Um, this man will be found or maybe this man is gone. Now they know that a wrong man has been uh, detained and there is a real killer out there somewhere and maybe he is gone and we don't know where he is. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's fear here, certainly, no question about it. And, you know, hopefully... Um, with these is, is there a sense, just to, to be honest, yeah. Garode, is there a sense, and, and what I'm getting from people today, that the guard, you got it wrong? Now, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, everybody gets it right every single time, but is there a sense that they got it wrong? Because that certainly seemed to be the situation yesterday. At no stage were the media corrected, uh, or anybody corrected, in the sense that everybody believed, although everybody's innocent until proven guilty, that we had the right man. I mean, that was the message that was being put out very clearly yesterday. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, he had a concrete alibi or whatever, for whatever reason. And and they did something very unusual last night. Not just did they release a press statement saying the man had been released, but they also said they went as far as to saying and that he is not implicated in the crime and that he has nothing to do with the crime or essentially di- eliminated today from the investigation. So they, yeah, they my, went a step further. They did, yeah. And my understanding of that was done um, partly in discussion with the solicitor and the solicitor was acting on the advice of his client mm. who um, w- was very anxious that, that that message go out. So, yeah, the wording of it, you're, you're dead right, w- was very strong, very emphatic. It was yeah. very unusual in that sense, you know. So, eliminated completely because there, there's always a sense that, you know, once a man is released, even if it's filed... No smoke and fire, yes. That yeah. he could... Well, or, or if they get more evidence that they can bring him back in. Now, in this case, what they appear to be doing is ruling that out completely. So, you know... I don't agree. It's also characterised as though them starting all over. Well, again, his his solicitor know. has been quoted in saying it has ruined yeah. his life. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I can get that because you know, I mean, everybody knows who he is. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. And not just in Tullamore and Offaly. Everybody knows all across the country who this man is at this stage. 
you know, because these pictures were circulating, his name was circulating, and social media, unfortunately, is uncontrollable. So this man's life is essentially ruined because there are going to be people out there who might not be following the story and they just think he's the killer. You know what I mean? And yeah. for that guy, his life... Now, don't get me wrong, I, I know there's other history involved in that and I don't, can't get into that in the air, obviously, but that the man's life is ruined uh, from that point of view because he's, yeah. he was, for 24 hours, he was branded a killer. I know that, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. I do bear in mind, though, that that another uh, family's life has been ruined too. Ab- no, so, no, absolutely, um, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not certain enough from one minute trying to take away from that. Um, yeah. But but that's what I'm just saying in relation to what his solicitor has said. Okay, so I feel now sorry for the family of Ashley Murphy, and they would have got this news late last night, just before, of course, you would have, you know, got a sense of it, or anybody else. I'm sure the family would have been contacted and said, "Listen, we have the wrong man. This is not the right guy. Uh, we're still going to investigate. We're going to do everything we can." They must be devastated. Absolutely, yeah. They, they, they must be, as as everybody is, and you know, you, you'd wonder how how are they able to keep it together at this stage. Mm-hmm. And let's just hope and pray that they can, and let's hope that the the vigils um, locally and, and across the country will be of some comfort to them. You know. Yeah, and and to the people, of the, course. This afternoon and tonight. Yeah, and the people of the town, of course, as well. That fear now is still in the majority of women in the town that this person uh, could be on our persons could be still out there somewhere. And hopefully they won't strike again. But anyway, the vigil is today at four o'clock. If anybody wants to go along, obviously in support, uh, making Ireland a safer place for women. And as you may have known yourself, Garod, uh, Leo Varadkar made a statement yesterday on a new strategy of violence against women, yeah. uh, being the most ambitious to date. Do you think? Yeah. We can, do you think we can make a safer country for women? Because this is not something we would want to ever see again. Um, I think that. The phrase watershed moment was used yesterday. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'd be a little more cynical about that. How many watershed moments do we need? Yep. I think uh, I think this is a time when men um, have to Absolutely. have a hard look at themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and just just stop this, you know. And not only that, but if they they see if they if they know anybody or they see any man making comments that they're uncomfortable with, they should call them out. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to call them out. Now, you know, they could get into difficulty themselves but I mean like you know some, yeah, some, some it, 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 did, it did kind of cheese me off yesterday even with yeah. people I knew you know going oh I think this is anti-men and all this kind of thing and I'm yeah. going hold on this is yeah. not a time for that debate do you know what yeah, I mean this yeah, is not exactly, the time yeah. that's yeah, not yeah. the time for that debate yeah. now is the time to focus on the problem that we have and the problem yeah. that we have not just in Ireland worldwide is that when we talk about murders and women being murdered uh, randomly particularly randomly primarily yeah. you know it's men murdering women it's extremely yeah. rare in the world that a woman will randomly murder a man they're exactly, usually yeah. uh, related yeah. to you know, husbands, wives, whatever, or ex-partners or whatever it happens to be. So that's an extremely yeah. rare occasion. So it's something that we need to address, that a woman can walk down the street safely and not wonder if some random man going to come and attack her, a raper or kill her, you know? Yes. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Garod, and I appreciate you coming on the air, and I'm sure we'll speak to you again on an update on the story and uh, keep us informed. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There you go. Garod Keegan uh, gives us a bit of an update. There is still confusion uh, around the bike, but I think you can take it as... If you've seen that particular bike, it's all over the media at the moment, uh, the picture of the bike. Um, it's a storm. And um, I'm what colour, sorry, I think is the bike again. I, I think it's a kind of purple, isn't it? Anyway, you, you, there's pictures of it all over the social media, all over the Irish Independent there today and everywhere in all the newspapers. And if you've seen the bike, um, the Guardian, uh, there's a bit of a mixed message going out. RT News indicated last night the Guardian had the bike, 
But then again, the Garda message on Twitter seems to suggest that they don't have the bike, so they're looking for the bike. So the message is a little bit confusing. But either way, I suppose they're looking for, have you seen the bike? In other words, do you know who owns it? Where it came from? Maybe the history of the bike over the last couple of weeks, because the bike seems to be a key part of evidence. So if anybody has any information at all, contact the Garda Shea in relation to that. Or indeed, if you have any dash cam footage of anybody cycling maybe in the area yesterday, or if you have any footage whatsoever, you might have, say, CCTV on your own home near the area or anybody who was close to the area, or anybody who believed they might have heard a whisper, it doesn't matter how irrelevant you believe that whisper might be. You know, you might have heard something from somebody who heard something from somebody else that somebody else might have been involved. If you've heard anything at all, contact the Cartier Connor and give them the evidence or give them the information and it might be completely irrelevant to you, but it might have some relevance to them. There's 50 Cartier Connor working on it at the moment. A lot of people, by the way, distressed, distressed today, particularly women, um, that yesterday, although... It was tragic, the most tragic event ever, where this young woman, as life was taken short um, by somebody, we don't know who, but yesterday we thought we knew, we knew who. The guard, he gave that impression, I suppose, that there were, it was a lone attack, that we weren't looking for anybody else in relation to this. It turns out it wasn't the right man. And just to reiterate as well, the man's solicitor, of course, has gone public and said to clarify once again that the man's life, he believes his, man, his client's life has been ruined. And the guardie did go one step further than they normally would when they released him to say that they've eliminated him from all investigation. In other words, he has nothing to do with this crime. And they normally don't do that because it gives them the opportunity, as Garode rightly said, to re-arrest if more evidence comes forward. But they're 100% sure he had nothing to do with it. Wrongful arrest. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.